fast you're going. What? How fast you're going. I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butthurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Uh, welcome to Murder Cop Chronicles Podcast, it's the Ice Man. Uh... Um, this is just gonna be an extra one. A couple of days ago, I was uh in. I had signed up last month, earlier in the month, uh, for like shop with a cop. So I always do. Last year, unfortunately, I got called to a different. Uh, I got called off because I had to go do some other job. So this 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 time, I told them straight up. I was like, I don't care what y'all call me. I'm not going. I signed up for both days. I did both days and uh. First day I had an older child, and, uh, you know, this a 10-year-old. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't real popo friendly. I mean, he, he didn't work, or he was just shy. I don't know. But we did our shopping. I mean, he got a bicycle and some uh, PlayStation games and some. He did get a, a laser tag thing for him and his younger brother. Uh, the second day, I, I actually I had a little five-year-old boy. He's <laughs> cute as shit. Uh, I did take some pictures with him, but it me being anonymous, uh, I can't be putting him up here, and plus I don't have wouldn't have his uh, guardian or parents' permission to anyway. But anyway, maybe one day. Anyway, this five year old kid, super cute. Uh, he's a uh, probably had a few little learning disabilities, not a whole lot, but just a, a few. You know, he's tiny. He's real tiny. I ended up carrying him. When a lady from the office said she's gonna put him down, I was like, no, nah, just it's easier to carry him. So I, I totally enjoyed my time with the kids. As everybody knows, I've mentioned uh, in the past on other podcasts, I, I'm really, uh, really believe in community policing. I believe in getting out of your unit and walking around, uh, talking to people in the neighborhood, not just getting out every time you investigate a crime. It's just something I, I think should be done way more often than it's not. Uh, maybe in big cities it is, uh, you know. I know they have foot patrols. We we don't have that in, anywhere around here. Maybe in New Orleans, but I think you know. You see people in the neighborhood. You get out, go talk to the people, interact with them, talk to the kids. Uh, regular conversations, uh, not you know anything bad been going on. No, you know, when these people see you, uh, they should see a friendly face be able to trust you and everything else. Not just think, oh, he's here to investigate something again, or he's just trying to get me to be a snitch. It, it don't always have to be like that. So anyway, my main point of doing this today, I'll probably just put out a bonus or something. And I know, I know I'm, I'm, I like to joke around. I like to cut up. I like to make people laugh. I know I make a lot of inappropriate jokes, uh, non-PC jokes, stuff that would, you know, probably, you know, sometimes it, you know, a lot of people find it offensive. That's my personality. That's the way I am. It's my joking behavior. Well, 
that's what you're looking for in this one. You might as well turn it off. I'm, I'm not in a joking mood. This is serious for me. Like I said, and I even talked to the Bama about it. it. It's been it's been bothering me for a few days, and I cannot get it off my head. So I figured I might as well do a short podcast about it because it, it's really just been it's it's eating it's eating me up. It's just because it, it's wrong. Shit like this should not be going on in what is what's supposed to be the United States of America. Uh, one I can't say the one of the richest countries or was one of the richest countries in the world. Uh. My thing is, is we had all these children. Uh, There's probably close, probably close to a hundred over the two days, and you know, you go. We we were at Walmart, and we're told, you know, they give us the budget. They they say, look, should I spend, you know, two hundred fifty dollars per kid? So, first one, I pretty much stayed on budget. I think I went like ten dollars over, and that was about getting batteries. So no big deal. Uh, like I said, he he got a bicycle and all that kind of stuff like that. Now, the second day, uh, old sucker, that this little sucker, he got me. I'm gonna tell you, uh, uh, he didn't get me. His little personality, him itself. I, you know, I did go over, probably a little over a hundred dollars. So, you know, spent about three hundred fifty-six dollars. Uh, I didn't spend it. I mean, that's what we ended up bringing up. And of course, it was fine. They didn't. I would pay for it out of my pocket if I had to, but I didn't have to. But you know, he we he got every. Paw Patrol vehicle. He he loves Paw Patrol, and he got uh, some Star Wars stuff. Did this Baby Yoda? He just did not want to put down this big Baby Yoda. He was almost as big as him. I let this little kid get what he wanted. Like I said, if I'd have had to, I would have come out of my own pocket. I didn't have to. The department the sheriff was lucky enough; they had a lot of donations enough where the, the all these children were able to get what they wanted, which is great. Uh. You're saying, well, what, 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 why is that bothering you so bad? That That's not what's bothering me. What's bothering me is when you have six-year-olds and seven-year-old children. When you say, what do you want? And one of the things they ask for is if they can go buy food or get a card so they can buy food later. Children at this age should not be thinking about having to buy food so they're not hungry later. And I know what people say, you know, because I, I say it too sometimes. You know, well, their parents probably get food stamps, and their probably parents, yes, they do. True, true, you probably do. Every one of these kids' parents probably do get food stamps because they have to qualify to be able to do this. So, yes, every one of their parents probably get food stamps. Might get several, might get three, four, five hundred dollars a month food stamps. I don't know. And I'm not saying these parents do this either. I'm just, I'm saying, but but I don't know this kid's situation. I don't know his home life. I don't know if, you know, they got a lot of people that will get $500 in food stamps and then, you know, Joe Blow will go with them and give them $100 and they get $200 worth of food food off of it. Because in Louisiana, they have a SNAP program. They don't use the the food stamps. It's like a, a debit card, basically. And, you know, I'll give you 100 bucks cash and, you know, Either you give me your card or whatever, and I'll go get $200 worth of grocery, 50 cents on a dollar. I don't know. I'm not saying these parents do that, but they have a lot of parents do. And they'll take the cash, and they'll go buy drugs or whatever, alcohol or whatever. They, other, they're not buying with food with it. They're, they're basically selling it. I'm not saying these parents do that, like I said. All, all I'm saying is I got 
I was sitting there listening to five and six year old, seven year old kids, several of them, not all of them, several of them. One kid said, Well, can I get apples and oranges? Really? And, you know, I know the nickname I have. When I seen, I didn't. I mean, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking to see this, hear a little child say this. I mean, anybody who that just don't touch their heart, if you were standing there listening to this, I mean, you don't have a soul. I watched another grown man uh, start tearing. I mean, it, it was, you had to be there to then see these little kids and to have the little kids, I mean, ask for food. In one of the richest countries in the United States. We shouldn't have little children being hungry like that in, in this country. Not when our government takes millions and millions of dollars and sends it all over the fucking world overseas and stuff for shit. And, I mean, it, it, it does, it makes me extremely mad thinking about these little children being hungry like that. So. Uh, and I'm not I'm not bragging or nothing like that. I'm telling you what. I don't know why. Like I said this it stuck. It, it just stuck in me. I couldn't I couldn't let it go. So uh, I went to my captain and they told him uh, if at his church or anything he goes to. He's a church going guy. That they have any uh, young boys, your small boys, stuff that don't have any fathers or anything in their lives. Let me know. I'd like to like mentor one or two of them, and he just kind of looked at me like, "What?" I'm like, "It's, it's something I, something I feel that that I need to do, that I want to do. I don't know. I can't let it go. I can't get it out of my head. And you know, with all the research and reading and stuff we do for the podcast and stuff, and we did the thing. All, all these kids nowadays, these teenagers, shooting each other, killing each other, and just just doing just doing shit. I mean. Maybe, I mean, maybe if I could do something, maybe one little kid don't go out there thugging around after he gets older. I mean, make, maybe. I mean, what's one kid going to do? Me doing something with one kid, I don't know. It's it's one less it's one less kid out there breaking the law or doing bad or, or ending up dead or in prison. So if enough people would, you know, get off, you know, we need, as a society, we need to get off our asses. And there's too many there's too many men out there that that have made these children that that'll never take responsibility for them. So us as as a responsible adult or whatever, I, I can I can take a few days out of out of my month, you know, to take this kid somewhere, take him to the park, throw a ball with him, uh, you know, take him to I mean take him to a movie if you want to. I mean I mean I don't know. It's just something I feel like I have to do. Challenge everybody else to do. See if your your department, if you're in law enforcement, or whatever, they have Big Brother programs or something like that. I mean, we're all busy. <laughs> I know I'm extremely busy between two podcasts, wife, or land, and crane. I mean, everything. I'm, I mean, I'm extremely busy. I just feel like for some reason this is something I need to do, something I have to do. I'm not extremely religious or anything like that. Hell, I can't even tell you the last time I've been to church. It's been so long. You know, I don't know. Is it I or power tell me to do something? I don't know. I don't know. It's not. I just know it's something I feel like I have to do. If you are in law enforcement and you're working on the street and you listen to me, get out your car, 
Get out the car and walk around the neighborhood. Go talk to people when you see them. Don't do it every time. You see people outside barbecuing, just sitting on me, just saying, get out and go talk to them. Hi, you doing? What's wrong? Something wrong? No, there's nothing wrong. Just driving past and y'all say, I figure I stop and visit and everything's going good. Just, you know, letting y'all know I'm out here if you need something, you know, make sure the neighborhood's safe. You know, see kids, you know, carry bubbles around. Or I got bubbles right now. I mean, ring pops. I mean, you can go to Dollar Tree and buy shit very cheaply. If your department don't issue it, I mean, it's a, go take $10. You can buy a crap load of trinkets and crap at, at the Dollar Tree. And that little two-cent trinket, you know, you, you'd be surprised how to light up a little kid's face. Freaking, you know, little ring pops at the dollar store. Go to Sam's, buy, I mean, I, I do the ring pops because it, it's usually safer than a little dumb, dumb pops. I mean, they're a little more expensive, but come on, people. If you listen to me, I'm pretty sure most of y'all will have a job. $10, 20 at your pocket ain't going to hurt if you know why you're on patrol to keep, keep stuff in your unit. You probably spend more. Y'all, I'm guarantee you, people spend more down on, on freaking energy drinks and coffee and stuff like that. I, I challenge people to get out, get out your units and do it. If you're not in law enforcement, and you listen to me. There's other things you can do. You know, there's a, I mean, you know, I mean, I wouldn't. If you're not in law enforcement, you did. I don't suggest you go in the hood and just start getting out of people's house and asking them how they're doing. I don't know if that that would work out for you. Okay, because some of these areas that, that we patrol and I patrol, I don't think be really, pretty real. I wouldn't suggest anybody in their in their part, in a non-law enforcement capacity to go out and just get out and ask people how they're doing. You may get robbed if you're at the wrong place, you know. Because some of these people, you know, are, are not, you know, they got places and people just aren't very nice and they will hurt you. But as a, a civilian, there, there's still things you can do. I mean, I don't know if in the areas you've meaning. Like I said, I know everybody's busy. I've actually thought one time about, you know, on a you know, soup kitchen and stuff like that. I mean, there, there's people you can help out there. I mean, or whatever. You can find something to do. I don't know what's got into me or whatever, but I mean, stuff out, something needs to change, especially with the children. These poor little children are just, uh, some of them are just dealt a bad hand. And, you know, they grow up and they, they, you know, it ain't their fault. A lot of them, especially six-year-olds, it ain't their fault. They can't help where they live. They don't, they don't have a choice. And especially the boys, they don't have daddies in their lives. So what do they do? They out playing on the streets. Mama's working two, three jobs probably sometime. Or mom don't give a shit because she's too busy. So the kid ends up playing on the streets. What he does, he sees, he sees the other people out there and, He's looking. He's looking for a male role model, and lots of times they pick the wrong one, or they pick these children because they they think that they're going to use the children because they know the kids that you know have them hold their drugs or doing stuff like that. It ain't the kids' fault. Something needs to be done. If you're in law enforcement, you listen to me. Step up. Step up. Do something. <laughs> you got to mentor a kid. Just get out your damn car. Go talk to him. Interact. You work a few days of work. I mean, you know, I mean, stop by the schools during lunchtime. Go sit at a table in a lunchroom table. I mean, the food's not great a lot of times. So go go eat lunch with the kids at the schools. Go just go sit at a table. You ain't got to go to high school because you know most of them kids don't like cops anyway. Go to the elementary school. Start making influence there. You never know. 
sitting at that table with a little kid that one time might change, might 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 make a difference for him. The man who uh, one of the men that trained me to be a motor cop, he's retired now. He was a fucking phenomenal cop. He was ended up being a police chief of a large city. Great guy. Spot on, you know, brass shine, boot shine every time. I mean, just, you know, when he walked in, he glistened. That kind of man. He he controlled the room when he walked in. He told the story when I, he actually taught when I was in academy. He was a corporal when I went through academy. He ended up being police chief. He, uh, he, he was a, he walked in and motor cop, spit polished. I mean, shiny. I mean, just you know, it's like he he commanded attention. He even said back then he was going to be chief, and he was right. He was. My point is, on his story, he's like, when he was a little kid, when he was a little kid, he went to a parade, and a motor cop came by and gave him a high five. Gave as he drove his motorcycle down the road, he put his hand out and. Giving a little high five to all the kids. He said that happened to him when he was a little bitty kid, like eight years old. That that one moment, that one moment in time, inspired him to become a cop. He never forgot that. He loved it so much. That one moment, one second of his life, is what inspired him to become what he did. So, try to make a difference. Stop worrying about your, your arrest stats. How many how many how many people you arrest? How much dope you get? Uh, that I mean, all that crap. You could take you could take ten minutes out of a shift, fifteen minutes out of a shift, and go eat lunch with a kid. Uh, get out and talk to some people in the neighborhood, because you never know that one one second one second could change a child's life. So anyway, I'm not going to keep rambling on about it. Just something that was on my mind, and I wanted to get it off, so I figured I'd do it on the microphone. Like I said, not the normal podcast y'all are used to, me ranting and raving, complaining, or just, just, just like I said, my ranting and raving a lot of times just me trying to be funny, and just, some things just piss me off, and yeah, I do, that's just me, I'm getting off my chest. This This is just something serious that's hitting with me. So that's gonna be it. I mean, uh, I said, like I said, I just had to get it off. I'm just gonna put it out tonight. I wasn't gonna put it out. Uh, I was just gonna add it to another one, but I just, I just want to put it out. So uh, I'm not even doing a whole other stuff. Just, just, just something was on my mind. Just some what I'm thinking about, which been really, like I said, it's been con- you know consuming me. But I just have not been able. To get this off my mind, these little kids really touched me with, I mean, it, it's wrong. You're not a cop and can't do it. You see a food, if you ever see a food barrel at your local store, a few dollars worth of canned goods ain't going to kill you for the food bank, is it? No. Maybe that, might, that, that one can of corn might be something that a kid eats. So, like I said, if you're not able to mentor or, or volunteer or, you know, Get out in neighborhoods and stuff like that. You can do that. Leave something at the food bank. So, anyway, try to put something out this weekend. Hope this one wasn't disappointment to y'all. Me being all serious and stuff, but I'm not just a goofball all the time. So, uh, I was 
I'll see y'all. Talk to y'all this weekend. I hope everybody has a good rest of the week. I'm out.